Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Daily Time Ticket. Oh, how you doing, folks? How you been? I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't post last week because uh, it's Fourth of July weekend. You know, uh, I just I wasn't feeling it. So, you get an episode today, though. Oh, do you get an episode today, dude? I love this guy. Awesome dude. One of the best, Eric motherfucking vera dude this guy this kid is as down the line the middle of the political spectrum as you can get and that's why i love him we talked about so much stuff not just the political aspect of things i really wanted to touch on that because i wanted to just kind of dive into his brain of how he thinks of of all that stuff but we also talked about what he does for work how he got into it he is a pipe fitter plumber so he has welding, a welding certificate, as well as he's also working on his plumbing license. And for those of you that don't know, that ain't easy. Uh, it's actually very hard. Those, those, those are two career paths that take a lot of, out of you, physically and mentally. And we cover that. But before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about my sponsors. Today's sponsor, we brought to you by them before co-op working over here at station square oh if you if you want if you want to do some audio recording you want to do some video editing come down to station square talk to john and lisa brian dude they got me set up fat over here and i love coming here it's such a great atmosphere the people are always awesome there's always something going on here every thursday there's open mic nights if you want to come show off your musical talents comedic talents anything you want to need a crowd for Come on down here and you can just, you know, stretch out your chops. We're also brought to you by Alejo A1 Investments. Uh, ran by my good friend, Alex Areloa. Uh, get at him at El Jefe underscore Alex on Instagram. If you want to move properties, if you want to buy properties, he's the guy to talk to. Alejo A1 Investments. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, never mind. We're also brought to you by... <clears throat> Station Squared, ah, oh, man, Crafted, brought to you by Crafted. I need to have a paper for all the freaking reads I got to do. But anyways, Crafted is a little, uh, I would say it's a bit of a bar, but it doesn't have alcohol. It doesn't have liquor. It's got beers. It's got muffins. It's got Italian sodas. That They oftentimes bring in little uh, food vendors, and they have tacos, the asada, carnitas, they have euros, all types of shit, man. Delicious. Come check it out. Station Square, Pocatello, Idaho. Definitely worth a little trip. Come on down. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to my near and dear friend, the great and powerful Eric motherfucking Farah. You sound pretty nervous coming into this. There's not. Why are you nervous, dude? Tell me why you're nervous. First of all, you've known me, bro. You were in band together, man. Band. I was so long. Why would Why would you be afraid to talk to me? It's just the thought that people are going to be listening to what I say. That's what's like. Dude, people people need to know what you're saying, though. You are the Alex Jones of Eastern Idaho. I don't know Alex Jones. I don't know about Alex. You know Alex Jones is. Infowars, the dude that said they're making the frogs gay. 
He was like super conspiracy theorist. No, I'm gonna have to check him out. You know who Alex Jones is? Are you shitting me right now? I'm shitting you all over the wall. What the hell? How do you not know who Alex Jones is, buddy? <laughs> okay, Alex Jones. So he was like a major component of the. You remember what Pizzagate was? Yeah. He was the guy. <laughs> he was the one that started oh, Pizzagate. Oh. Yeah, oh, okay. that was him. Yeah. I don't know how I don't know about this. I mean, I've been trying to keep up with that. Dude, you you are one of my favorite people to have to for social media. Mainly Facebook. I think that's the only thing. Do you, is that the only thing you have? Just um, Facebook? I do most of my shit posting and shit talking on Facebook. On Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. I can tell. <laughs> you try to get everybody angry. It's what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah, let's put it. I want to make everybody feel uncomfortable so they can start asking questions mm-hmm. just so they're not like uh holding on to their own thoughts like i i try to see both sides of the spectrum so i can like i, I can crack that shell so people can kinda. try to remove their biases yeah because yes. everybody does want confirmation bias i'm i'm guilty of it right oh, yeah, I, mean, I look for things that align with my views yeah but sometimes you got to go i know this isn't right this, this cannot be right yeah. this is just too perfect oh yeah yeah, no, it's... How many people it's... have you had talk to you and be like, dude, what's wrong with you? Why would you post this? Has that ever happened? I've actually hoped that the day comes when somebody knocks at my door and tries to get the shit out of me for the shit I say on Facebook. Nobody has messaged me about it, but I have been on some keyboard wars with really? strangers and people <laughs> that I know. I'll, say, I'll, I'll speak my mind, man. I don't give a fuck. What so? What, what were some instances? What happened? Oh, dude, For your your dude. how how much time does it take out of your day to like get into a fight online? <laughs> you know, um, I probably shouldn't say this, but we get a lot of downtime at work, and there's really nothing much to do. But you're waiting for other trades to come, you know, finish off this. Uh, project that you're working on, pull out my phone, well, let's see what Facebook's up to, let's see what stupid shit people are posting, so I just get on there, and let's say about 15 minutes every hour, I'm, you know, like, <laughs> about, about three hours a day, I'm sitting on there, and I'm reading, you know, I see some news, and then somebody comments something that I just, it just blows my mind, and you're just like, no, I'm locking my phone, putting it in my pocket, and then I'm like, you know what? It eats away at you. Yeah. It's just this little fucking bug oh, in your yeah. brain I'm going gonna, like, dude, you gotta tell him. I'm gonna tell him. I'm sending, typing, dude. I'm typing it up. And then, you know, obviously if my boss is like, hey, let's go do this, I'll copy and paste so I don't, like, delete it. Mm-hmm. And then I put it in my pocket and then I get back like 20 minutes after and continue typing. And then I'll. You're writing paragraphs then. Oh, dude. I don't, I don't, oh jeez! Do I don't do one-liners, dog. I want to give them the whole spiel so they can be like, "Fuck, how am I gonna get them back?" You know, and then they'll just like, probably like tell me to fuck off or something. And then who who opposes you more? What side of the? Because most of your shit posting is political. I from what I've seen, it's oh, yeah. a lot of you. You aim at the right and you aim at the <laughs> left. There no nobody is safe from from your feed. And I find that refreshing because a lot of the people that I have on my on my socials, I can I can clearly tell where they stand oh, and yeah. what and what they what they want what their agendas are. But you're like the rare outlier for me that fucking hits on everybody. 
Which everybody says that, right? Everybody wants to be that guy, like, dude, fucking, fucking Trump's a piece of shit, Biden's a piece of shit. But they don't. Yeah, everybody's a piece of shit. But they all have clear lines that they fall under. You're like the rare exception that doesn't. So which side wants wants more of a piece of you, do you feel? Which 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 posts get more fucking action out of you? You know, that's gonna be a very hard question to answer because I get about the same uh how do you say that? Pushback from both sides. Same reaction. Uh huh. And uh, I just want to throw it out there and just make clear clear the air. If that's how you say that saying, I don't know. Um, I'm an ANCAP. I'm an anarchist capitalist. Anarcho-capitalist, whatever you want to call it. I've never heard of that. It, Ex- can you explain? It is. Um, there's different types of... A lot of people tend to call themselves anarcho-capitalists. Um, anarchy, obviously, we... I don't want to generalize, but I believe that government is not the answer for anything i think people and the human morality that everybody has in their brain makes them self-policing you know you know what's wrong you know what's right and if you decide to do wrong um there's definitely going to be some consequences it's nature animals do that all the time okay now on the capitalist side um i believe in free markets you know Mm-hmm. Uh, enough, uh, people are familiar with the free market, what it means. Um, just Do you think the example. United States is an actual free market? No, it no, definitely it's is not. not it's market. not, right? No. It's not an actual free market. Oh, no. Um, uh, capitalism is just the closest we will ever probably get to a free market, which means, like, you're a doctor, you're going to perform heart surgery on me, and I don't have the means to pay you. Um, I'm going to give you 500 head of cattle and four ounces of gold. And that's free market right there. The government doesn't know about it. That you don't have you don't have to be taxed. Because why should you? You know, people say, "Oh, my roads," but no, you know what? That's that's totally separate. You know, I've also heard a lot of people say, "Oh, taxes is the price you pay to live in a civilized society," which I think is total bullshit. Because Ooh, hot I, take, hot take. Because <laughs> I mean, l- listen to this. Okay, how civilized are we really? living in this nation under this government that's not supposed to be as powerful as it is right now. It's pretty civilized, man. I can I can go out to the to the supermarket and get some apples and get groceries for the week and I I don't fear being stabbed. But that is Idaho. That is Idaho. That yeah. is Idaho. You know, you do have a point, you know, that's true, that's true. Um, but I think that could also just be human beings being decent to each other. Yeah. I think if you were to take out the government, this, the one thing that pisses me off is, is when I buy a car, why do I have to tell the state of Idaho that I just bought this car from this person for this amount of money, and then after I, get, I tell them how much I paid for it, they tell me I have to pay the, the government of Idaho have to pay them because i bought a car yeah that's that's basically what it's about you know like what they mean by taxes are the price we pay to live under a civilized in a civilized society it means it's basically saying this is the price we pay so the government can take care of us so the government can be involved in our lives and that what you just said is is a huge uh like it pertains to exactly what I'm trying to say for mm-hmm. taxes. Yeah. 
Now, that you know, I don't want to go too much into deep because I, you know, it's 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 it gets complicated the deeper you go into the hole. Oh, but I the, assume the general idea is why should I uh, be taxed on the income that I research or I I deserve I have earned you know and then you go buy something from the store with the money that you earned that you already paid taxes on and then pay more taxes on the shit you buy and then let's say you want to buy a house and you know you got to pay annual taxes on that too on the money that you already were taxed and then when you retire your 401k you're gonna get taxed with money that's already been taxed i think when you die you get taxed you know a death tax yeah i'm pretty sure there's that's a death a, tax that's what it is and then if you if you leave behind stuff for the people it's an estate i think is what an estate tax yeah, I, I can't remember. I, I don't know, guys. I'm not very savvy on that. But if you owe money to the government or any other company, the government comes in to take your estate, your property, and they sell it, and then they just take what they want. They pay the corporations that you owe, and then probably they keep, keep the, the rest. rest. They yeah. keep the fucking rest. Where does the money go, dude? That's what I oh, want to know. No. I want to know where all this fucking money goes. Because, all right, so when, do you remember when, so 9-11 happened, right? 9-11 happened. And fucking, they, they hit the Pentagon. And the Pentagon was getting audited. They, they weren't accounting for, I think it was three or six trillion dollars. Fucking trillion dollars, right? And those records got just erased from that when that that small explosion when that when that plane hit just that part so, of the Pentagon supposedly when the plane hit supposedly it. when it cuz they found it in a fucking field isn't that crazy what did it bounce off the side of the wall and it ended up like on a field and they didn't find any part of the plane <laughs> the plane evaporated in the explosion you figured they would find a part of the plane so now that you're talking about those trillions of dollars you know uh, the Pentagon was being audited for <clears throat> where do you think all the all the trade, um, you know, because it was called the World Trade Center, all the documentation of uh, marketing and all that kind of stuff was stored in those towers. Yeah. So I, I, I personally believe that they wanted to destroy all that evidence about markets, you know. You think it was an inside job? Oh, definitely, dude. It has to be an inside oh, job. Dude. Um, so it's definitely an inside job because you heard a lot about... Uh, Jet fuel doesn't melt steel, steel beams. beams. Yeah, it doesn't. It heats them up a lot. It heats them up so much that it will. So um, the girders inside that building, when they tested out jet fuel temperatures on a um, simulation, the girders shifted about three thir- uh, thirty, or it grew about. Shit, I can't remember exactly the number, but it was like three. Hundred or thirty, thirty thousands of an inch or something like that. Just enough to weaken it, right? And when they made those buildings, they weren't making them like structurally. Again, they oh, they God. made them in the fucking like sixties, bro. Like they, they didn't they didn't have safe. They didn't have ocean shit back then. Before ocean, yeah. Seventy, yeah. No. And also, they weren't planning for a fucking B fifty two plane, a fucking Boeing for whatever it was that crashed into it. They oh, weren't yeah. accounting for that. No. And you know what I think is funny is that the passport of the terrorist who uh, hijacked the airplane survived the survived the crash, the flames, but it melted steel beams. 
they how the fuck do they find the passport you know in the middle of all that fucking rubble how do they find the passport <laughs> and the most incriminating thing is that they said oh yeah these guys were terrorists you know they they and then you know they're terrorists or whatever right but then they found out that they were terrorists that have been trained by the CIA and the NSA the fucking CIA, bro! Those, yeah. all those letter, oh, all, yeah. all of those letter, fucking organ, the FBI, CIA, NSA, all those bastards. Dude, oh my god. Oh, the CIA is the fucking cartel. They traded cocaine with Pablo Escobar. Oh, yeah. It's not even, it's people, like, don't even, it's not even questioned. They definitely, they sold arm, they sold fucking guns to, like, to rebel groups. Oh yeah, that's they. they <laughs> okay, so back to that question. So where is all this money going? Yeah, right? where's all this money going? Okay, what happened after uh, um, 9/11? George Bush declared the war on terror. Uh, mm. We declare the war on terror. You're either with us or with countries that embrace freedom. Are you with the enemy? Was it George or was it fucking Dick? I, it was, dude, oh, Dick Cheney was Dick pulling Cheney. the strings oh, on yeah. that entire fuck. Have you oh, seen yeah. that movie with Christian Bale where he plays Dick Cheney? Uh-uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude. Dude, he I'm not, had... I'm not, I'm not a very big movie watcher. Th- this is a fucking good one to watch, mm. man. So, Dick Cheney had... He was the... I think he was the owner of some arms company that did a lot of deals in the Middle East. And... What's going to fucking drive up business? No, he had contracts to rebuild shit in the Middle East. So how do you make money? You rebuild everything you destroy. It's just, it's this cycle, man. Quibono, who makes the money? Who's making the goddamn money here? Cash cow. That's what it is. Uh, It's like that movie, uh, is it called War Dogs? War Dogs, yeah, Yeah. War Dogs, yeah, with fucking uh, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, Hill. yeah, yeah. It's just like that, dude. And that's, that's some true shit right there, though. That's where your money's going. So, um, if I'm sorry, guys, if I'm wrong, but this is uh, when, when when you get your check, what's the biggest tax amount that goes to? You know, what, what, gets, what gets taken out? Yeah, what's the social most, securities, and then you have actually, your medical, Medicaid, your Medicare, federal, federal, federal taxes. Tax it's more than any other one because so what the federal government does is that they take your money, and then they give that money, or they do what they want with the money that they have. And then the money that they're going to give to the state, they tell the state how they want that money spent because it's the federal government's money. They have, you know, it's like, let's say I'm giving you money. This is the money that I'm giving you. Do this with this money. If not, we're going to come after you. We're going to tax the shit out of you. That's Mm -hmm. basically what the federal government is doing for the state. And the state has to comply because if not, they're going to get audited. They're going to get taxed. And then the districts, the counties, taxes are going to go up because the state's going to have to pay the back federal government mm-hmm. so um i don't want to be wrong about this but i think it's like a about 65 to 80 percent of the money from our taxes goes to military spending all right have you ever heard of the industrial military complex yeah yeah i know what that is oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm so, well aware of what the industrial military or uh, yeah we, we need to get rid of that because there's no reason why we need to be spending trillions and trillions of dollars on a failed war of or against terror you know what terror. i'm saying yeah the the here here's the trippy thing for me when when they did announce it so it was a couple of saudis right 
there was a couple of Saudis. They acted on their own. So we decided to go into Afghanistan and Iran. Not Saudi Arabia, Mm-mm. right? Dude, in fucking, what's his face? Who's who's that? <sighs> the guy, the, the head face of terror. Uh, Osama bin Laden. Osama bin Laden. Bin Laden. Bin Laden. All right. He was trained by the CIA. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. There's pictures of him with the Bush family. <laughs> you know what's up, dude. Dude, he was... You know, oh, you know people see this, but they choose not to. They choose to close their eyes and just ignore it because it doesn't fit their bias or their agenda. But you're right. You know, the government, you know, if, if they could improve that they were actually fighting a war on terror, how would they, how would they be able to propagandize the people to... or? I shouldn't say propagandize, coerce people for their money to fund these wars. Mm-hmm. Because we got to fight them over there, so they don't come over here, which is total here. bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, and that has made me believe that if you really support our troops, you got to be anti-war. Because, um... You don't want them going over there. I, no, why would I want Yeah, why, why do you want them to go over there? <laughs> oh, dude, this, this is like... Okay, chill out. If I had had a brother, a dad, or a cousin that went to war and I never got him back and all I I get in the mail is a freaking body and a flag. Flag. Like, how would you feel? Like, what was their purpose? To defend America? That's that's what they're they're told. That's what they're told. That's what everybody's told. That's what everybody believes. But if you really think about it, like, I, ah, oh, dude, it's it's so hard for me to explain this, but it's just, uh, I just don't believe that people should be going over there and fighting wars over there so I don't come over here, you know? I've actually heard a lot of people on TikTok, TikTok, and they're from Iran, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Sudan, whatever, and they say, you know what, we're not, we don't care if, we, we, we're all for Americans, we, we don't, we don't hate them. We just want them to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let us be us. How would how would we feel? Okay, you know, how would we oh, feel shit, if if we had just outside of Pocatello there was a fucking camp, like a Chinese camp of soldiers? <laughs> They're like, we're just making sure, you know, right? that none of these none none of these farmers get a little too crazy with their guns. Okay, mm. I just want we just, we're just making sure, like we could we could do that, we we could do that. Just fight. You don't need to be there, right? Oh, yeah. The hell out of there. And that's exactly what they want. So the, what originally started this was the U.S. was going to go to uh, fight ISIS because that was a terrorist. They're bringing thing. ISIS back. Well, this is funny because um, um, in Afghanistan, the, the ANA, I think is what it's called, the Afghanistan National Army or something like that. No so idea. Some of these, um, um, shit, what's the word? It starts with an R. The rebels. Rebels. The rebels, they were fighting ISIS. And, you know, they didn't get radicalized, but they saw that the U.S. and other countries that are involved over there were bombing uh, mud huts with $5 million rockets and uh, white phosphorus, you know, which is horrible. Um, This guy that I listened to, he said he saw this all firsthand, and he said that at that point he knew that it was total bullshit to be over there. And when I say if you support our troops, you're anti-war. There's no reason why anybody has to die for fucking freedom. In quotes, because mm-hmm. we're we're not free because we are literally enslaved to a government, right? What what kind of freedom are we fighting for over there? 
we're not fighting for freedom. We're fighting for the government. We're, it's a poor man's war. Uh, it's a excuse, excuse me. It's a rich man's war and a poor man's fight. That's what it is. It's it's not about terror. It's not about freedom. You know, this is why I believe in uh, my my uh, my political ideology. I believe that we should stay armed and neutral. Cut spending for the military because I mean, oh, dude, you're, we're talking billions and billions of dollars billions. that are going overseas for billions. Reckless shit, you know. Dollars. Oh my god, so many, so much disease, so much death. Why don't we just bring everybody home, let them sort it out over there. If they want to come over here and wreak havoc, well, we're prepared. We'll defend the country here. The counter to that <clears throat> is that America is so powerful. They're the big brother. Mm-hmm. USA is the big brother. World police. When you, when you hold that title, you have certain responsibilities to the world and not just your nation. Right, like you have to provide, you have to provide uh, disaster relief. You have to provide safety to other nations. Mm-hmm. Also, not just because of your interests, but because of the interests of the people that are over there, because they don't have enough to to like provide for themselves. So you're over there to provide that humanitarian help, right? What I think it, it a lot of it does uh, come down to is that I think a lot of the American. Uh, interventions are going well if we don't go in and we don't get them on our side who's to say russia can't isn't going to come in and then get them on their side or they get china come in and get them on their side so we're doing our best to go over there and just try to keep things as cool as we can which I, i think that's i think i think the the more the moral right righteousness of it that's what it comes down to that's what everybody's trying to do it's just the violence that I cannot tolerate. Oh, yeah, man. You don't want to be bombing a fucking wedding with a drone <laughs> to get one guy you kill 50 people? Well, that ain't right. That's how, that's what happened in the hospital. Yeah. They, they thought they had some of those ISIS or whatever guys in there, and they bombed the hospital with people in it. Killed everybody in there. Have you seen... Have you, have you kept up with, like, the Israel and Yemen stuff? Um, man. I cannot find anything that I could trust about either of them it's kind of a confusing i know there's the war in yemen it could have ended when trump was in but he decided to keep him in there because of special interest. i guess uh fuck uh, not yemen palestine palestine oh shit that's right. what see, i was thinking I, of i palestine. guess that answers your question yeah, i've been keeping up with it it's kind of confusing i don't understand what's going on it's kind of sucks man i think it's just a holy war dog those dudes are fighting sticks and stones the guys in palestine and then israel is coming at them guns hot guns heavy dude they are I don't, I don't, I am way too dumb and nowhere near qualified to even touch upon what's going on over there. I don't know why it's going on. Gotta be a holy war. Gotta be religion or something. There's gotta be something on Palestine's land that Israel wants. I heard it was about the holy land. It was over land. Um, but what's in the land? Resources. Resources. So that might be it. I don't know. It's been a freaking 20 year old war for oil and what are you scared of? What do we? What do? You, what do you think are the biggest threats coming 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 this way well, in the next couple of years? <clears throat> you know, um, to be completely honest with you, I'm not scared of anything. I am. I don't know. I've been called. I've been called an extremist before, but I think what we ought to fear is our own destruction from within. From within. Oh yeah, and this is not going to happen because. Um, 
our government. Well, actually, it is because that's what they want. They want to divide us. You know, mm-hmm. united we stand, divided we fall, and we are falling. Okay. Now, fun fact: the average civilization age, two hundred forty-five years. We're at year two forty-four. Checkmate. We're close. Oh yeah, definitely close. Not not, not, not saying that's gonna happen. (laughs) (laughs) Next year we're done. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. No, no. It's just, I think, I think that's what's gonna happen. Is that we're gonna, we're gonna hate each other. We're gonna, we're gonna be our own fate. Like we're we're gonna be our own doom. You know what I mean? I'm Mm. I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm explaining myself properly, but. I think that's what's gonna be. I don't know, why, like when did when did and I, I always knew things were polarized. Everybody has their own team, right? Mm-hmm. You got you got left and right, red and blue, and before this year, even with the Obama stuff, you could kind of feel people people didn't like the president, but you you felt that with Bush, you felt that with Obama, like oh the other side, but it wasn't anything that people would come to arms about. They're like, ah, right, we'll get it next year, we'll get it next year, mm-hmm. but this year got a little hectic. I'd say it was a good word for it. It got a little crazy. Motherfuckers just coming into the Capitol, man. And people were saying, oh, no, they were part of, they're peaceful. People died. One lady died. Oh, yeah. She legit, she lost her life. And some of those police officers got, they, those security guards got fucked, dude. They, they beat the shit out of them. Oh, yeah. No, I, that's, that's another thing that it's kind of hard for me to, uh, comprehend if it was staged or if it was all theater. Because, I, there's, you know, Propaganda is so strong nowadays. You know, the last four years, the fact that you are seeing ads about political figures everywhere you go on social media, on the magazines at the at the gas station or at the grocery stores, you're seeing propaganda. So that's what you know. You're being constantly fed that. Okay. So the whole January sixth riots or whatever, um, there's there's footage of the same people that were. Anti or anti-Trump rallies, and there was also same people that were in the Proud Boys. I think that's what it's called. You know. Yeah. So like, I think that the government is running a small little coup to create Dude. these events. To Dude, do you remember the fucking? They were having the, those, the George no, Floyd. Yeah, the Alamo. <laughs> you remember the Alamo? The fucking. So they were having the George Floyd riots, right? Uh huh. And there was just fucking piles of bricks. Oh, yeah. There was piles of bricks. People don't leave piles of bricks around, man. Who put those bricks there? Okay? It was... They were they were there to cause violence. Have you heard of Agent Provocateurs? You know what those are? Uh-uh. Oh, dude. So, Agent Provocateurs. They're, they're these, these dudes, right? All black. Military gear. Fucking, like, military-issued gear. Mm-hmm. Just to the fucking knees, oh, like right? right yeah, like, right gear and everything. They go in... Peaceful as fuck. They they get sent into peaceful protests to make them violent. Shit, I believe it. That's a that's a real thing. That they're the ones that cause shit. They're the ones that throw the first punch. And after that first thing is thrown, the other side's not gonna take it lightly. No, they're gonna be. It like, happens. Well, yeah. All right. Well, I guess what's because when you go to those things, when 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 you have two opposing ideologies and they they they're peacefully going around each other, you can say that we're peaceful, but. There's animosity there, oh, and yeah. all it takes to fucking start that thing is that. Oh, yeah. That's it. Definitely. That's all you need. One, one, one wrong thing to be said. I, I believe that. Dude. And shit starts flying. The tiki torches come out. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? The pitchforks and torches. And yeah, shit. dude. Man, it's it's a it's a crazy time. It's a oh, crazy dude. fucking time to live in. Uh. I'm more scared. For me, what I've been really 
getting terrified of just because of the people I've talked to is China. China terrifies me. I think I think everybody's fighting, infighting, doing all this shit. They're worried about the Middle East. They're worried about fucking Russia. They don't hold a candle to what the fuck China's doing, man. China's doing some shit. And I love the Chinese people. I love the way they look. Beautiful people. But that government, man, that Xi Jinping, he's up to some shit, man. And they're, they're, they're fighting, the way I heard it is they're fighting a game of inches. And the the move the move an inch, you don't you don't you don't you don't take big strides because if you take a big stride, someone's gonna come in. Hey, whoa, can't be doing that. Little by little, little by little, they're overtaking. They overtake small islands. You know what that's called? It's called the ratcheting effect. A ratcheting effect. Mm-hmm. Mm, I can see that. Yeah. And uh, the way I know that is because the guy I listened to on that podcast, um, on the other guy, um, he uh, he says the same thing about our government. So. What China's doing to the world, our government's doing to us. Inch by inch, they'll take and strip every single little freedom that you thought you had. China, inch by inch, is going to strip everything the world ever had. Because, dude, China's... They, they've, they've done some shit, like you said, man. And They have. Everybody, so dude. Everybody's affected. They have a monopoly on medicine. They, they, we learned that through the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. They have, they, like, 98% of all medicine is made in China. And I'm, I'm, I am pretty damn sure that that's the correct, the correct figure on that. Like, all the, all the fucking ibuprofen, all that aspirin, all the PPE, all of that shit is produced in China. The reason, I, I know this one, this one, this one kind of fucked me over because it affects <laughs> me too. Uh, they produce most of the world's rubber as well. Oh, no shit. So... There's they and they're holding up production of rubber too. So like a lot of a lot of agriculture dealers, like the one I work at, mm-hmm. they're having troubles getting tractors because a there's a rubber shortage and they can't put tires on those bad boys, and there's a chip shortage for all computer chips. Oh no shit! Anything anything that has a computer chip, there's a shortage in it, and they can't produce new ones. Dude, do you think that they are? They are the ones creating all the shortages we have. Yes. So they can end our markets and our economy. Yes. Because without economy, there's no money to fund any of the military, and then they can take over. Bro. Take over. They're, that's the plan. Jeez, you know that's bro. what they're doing. China <laughs> is planning to take over the fucking world. And watch, in the next ten years, they're gonna take over Taiwan. They're, that's oh, that's yeah. the move. The dude, move have, is to take Taiwan. And oh, as soon dude. as they take Taiwan, they got a foothold to get Japan. And once they get Japan, I don't even think they need Japan. Because mm-hmm. if they get Taiwan, they have a base where they can put everything. And they're that much closer to the United States. And they can come over here and start mm-hmm. doing shit. Like, we, we, we've we been so fortunate in our lives that we haven't really experienced a war. And, 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 and we it's, hope we don't. Yeah, and, and honest to God, we hope we don't. But it's mm-hmm. so... It's so removed from our psyches. Like we've heard of our, like our grandparents. They talk about yeah, they went to Vietnam or they went to they went to whatever wars they went into. I'm sorry, I'm not a fucking war buff, but that's like they they it's in their minds. We have we're completely removed from that experience, and it's it's there. It's always there. It's it's bound. I I honestly think it's bound to happen. Oh yeah, anytime. Um, that's a ticking time bomb. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, dude. I don't know. That's uh. And uh, now that now we're talking about our grandparents and stuff, you know, I I am scared. 
You know what I'm scared of? <laughs> what are you scared of? I'm scared of having children. I want children. I don't want to raise them in a society that's been propagandized by war. If war actually came here, I don't want my kids to fight in a war. Yeah, I don't want my kids to go to war. No. I don't want them to be victims of a war either. So to answer that question, yes, I am scared for our future generations. I, it, it's to me, you know, my, my uneducated version, my 23-year-old Idahoan mind believes that we are on the cusp of oh, yeah. some shit to pop off. And I, I the United States, I think, is very well equipped. I think they've. I think that might be the reason they've been preparing for this. And I think maybe this wasn't how they were expecting it to happen, but this is the way it's going to happen. And dude, it's. I I think some shit in the next ten to fifteen years, it's going it, to the landscape's going to change. Oh yeah. There's going to be some some fucking some. I think some legit war going on. And it, it might not be, like, how we how we picture war because with technological advances things mm-hmm. are changing, right? I think it's going to be a lot more online, a lot more cyber attacks, a lot more because all that. Think about, dude. Think about this shit, right? Today I got out of work and I was trying to get on my phone and it, and it was it was it was being all buggy and didn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking, dude, if they manage to just cut off everybody's cell phones, all communications off. Everybody's fucked. People can't, like, work without a goddamn phone. They can do that. And you know how I know? Mm. When, um, I can't remember what year, the United States went to Japan and talked to the minister there and be like, they were like, hey, we can spy on our own people. Uh, I think I got this off Snowden. Oh, that Snowden movie. Yeah. God, that's and, a good movie. The, the Watch like, Snowden if you haven't watched yes. it before. It's on Netflix. Yes, dude. Oh man, it'll open your eyes. You'll, you'll you'll see some stuff. You're like, oh my god, it makes sense. And the chick is super hot too. Oh yeah. You get Definitely. to see her naked, so that's a bless. Oh, you will. Yeah. Cause the. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She. The NSA. The NSA. No, the NSA is watching. Oh yeah, and watching. so so what Japan said to the United States, the United States was like, hey, we can help you spy on your own people for security. And the Japanese were like, uh... Quotes. Quotes. Yeah. We can... Security. Yeah, security. Exactly. Yeah, security. Japanese were like, that seems very immoral. And the United States was like, okay. You know, they didn't even, like... They didn't care to, like, uh, try to persuade them. They just infiltrated their grid. And they're spying on Japan. Just in case Japan wants to go against the United States on, uh, on stuff like that, they can just shut off their communications. And... Completely disable them that way. Yeah, man, <laughs> that's yep. some shit, isn't it? And when when you look, when you start getting into what's what the future, what you what could be the future? Again, this this is all speculative. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Th- this is all speculative, and we have zero idea of what's gonna happen. But, this, is, this is what I think is gonna happen. But we cannot outlaw it all. We cannot like ignore that. Mm. We're speculation, it's but there. we cannot ignore. Look, because it. it's there. Oh yeah. It's, if you're if you're camping, right? If you're if you're out camping and then you see a thundercloud, that thundercloud may just move around you. It might even dissipate. Mm-hmm. But that thunderstorm could hit you. Exactly. Yep, it yep. could hit you. You know. We're gonna take a quick little break, Eric, and then we'll, we'll right. be right back. All right, Japan, Japan. What are we? What, they're, they're infiltrating your communications. That's communications what we were on. Um, just the one thing I wanted to add was that um, 
communications is uh, about 98% of what war is. The other 2% is just fighting. fighting. Actual fighting. Yeah. But. Especially now, man. If you can't communicate to your guys, say you lose all communications from the United States to over wherever they are. South China Sea, that's like a big one I know. They're fighting mm -hmm. over there, and then they don't know what's going on. You lose all communications. You don't know if that fleet is down. You don't know if they're getting attacked. You don't know what the fuck's going on over there. It's scary, dude. Oh, yeah. Terrifying. <clears throat> but like you said, we can't count it out. And, you know, I, it, we shouldn't be... Don't be scared, people. Um, like we said, here's the military. We are ready to defend. I shouldn't say we, because I'm not really They are ready to defend. They're ready to defend us, but don't forget that there's a gun behind every blade of grass in the United States. So, it good. really is. We'll be all right. We'll be all good. I think the, the American people almost need a war. So? This is a hot take. <laughs> this is a hot take. But it, it almost feels like they want a conflict. The, the human psyche, the human animal needs, we need an enemy. You need like picking at the dragon. Yeah, dude. Everybody, and if it's not with someone else, it's with ourselves. Like you I just, like you just yeah. want, you, they, everybody wants, they want to be in a, in a fight. Think about, we, back, back, especially, though I can only pull from the experiences I've had, right? So I'll pull from, from, from when I was in high school and then from when I was in college. When I was in high school, you would have rival sports teams. Mm -hmm. that's, that, that's who your anger was pointed at, right? And then if you didn't have that sports team, there was always that click. You didn't like that oh, person yeah. you didn't like, oh, yeah. right? You wanted to, you didn't like them, mm -hmm. right? The, it's, it's, it's human nature to want some fucking conflict in your <laughs> yes, life. I, I try to move away from it, but that's that's just the way it is. That's the way we're fucking wired. Oh yeah, it's uh, what do you, it's uh, domination. It's like, uh, is that what the word is? I, I can't think of it. It's just uh, you want to be the badass, I guess. You want to be. You want to be the fucking it, guy. Yeah, yeah. You want to be the guy. Speaking of being the guy, we're gonna we're gonna just switch gears here. Go ahead, man. Eric, what the hell have you been up to, man? <laughs> we, you've been you've been all over the grid. I know you've been you've been you've been out here. You're doing welding now. You're a plumber. Okay, I'll first of all, mm -hmm. straight out of straight out of HS, straight out of Snake River High School. What was your plan? What did, what did you think you were gonna do? I knew you were very mechanically inclined. I always thought thought of you as. A, a tradesman like you you wanted to work with your hands and you were very capable of working with your hands so what what path did you take down i wanted at first um you're right on the mechanical side i wanted to be a mechanic in the navy hmm. and um then i hit a rough spot in life and i wouldn't i wasn't able to be in the navy so i was like oh, i'll still chase the trade side and uh, i followed through with uh, welding so i went to welding school graduated certified uh, where'd you go to school uh cei how long is the program? It's a two-year program. And if you want to be a science in that program, you go for four years. A science? <clears throat> yeah, if you want to be like a scientist. Oh. Like, like a, uh, how do you say it? It's like a bachelor's you in get your bachelor's metal in, sciences in, in, or some mm -hmm. shit like that. But I was just like, you know, fuck this. I can make tons of money with just the two years. Yeah, it's like, why do you need oh, yeah. another extra two that just seems excessive yeah that sucked though i was going to school full-time working full-time nights and slept in my car for 
weeks. You slept in your car? I slept in my car. Really? <clears throat> and I ate uh, Chef Boyardee for uh, dinner sometimes. Uh, a lot of ramen, you know, but... The classic college life. Okay. Except for sleeping in your car. That's a bit unusual. Yeah. Well, I was working at, I was working full-time and going to school full-time in Idaho Falls. So I was just, like, there. Where like, were you working? Uh, Idaho Steel. Idaho and Steel. then I got in a wreck, and I didn't show up to work, and I got fired. Oh. So I was just like, oh. Damn. So then I worked for uh, Spudnik. Oh, you worked for Spudnik? Oh, yeah. Do you like Spudnik? Oh, I love Spudnik, man. I, I loved working there. It was it was a very friendly environment. I learned a lot. Do you reckon the one in Blackfoot? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Out, they're kind of out by the highway? Yeah. Yeah. That place is huge now, dude. Oh, dude. Holy shit. They it's are growing. Four times as big as it was when I was there, dude. They're, they're planning on having, I think, doubling the size that it currently is right now. Damn. Yeah, dude. Because they're just, they just want their main headquarters to be in Blackfoot. So Blackfoot can grow. Yeah. I know they have, I think it was 500 homes needed to be built in order for them to be able to grow as much as they wow. wanted to grow. Yeah, because they just, Blackfoot doesn't have the facilities to supply a, a plant that big that, that they crap, want. Dude. The housing market already sucks as it is, right? Oh gosh, yeah. You imagine 500 people coming in, more people, and then they have families. And yeah, it's just... All those people that build houses are about to make some buku bucks. Oh, dude, yeah. Lucky bastards. Yeah, dude. No, it's been it's been good. I worked for Sputnik, and then I had to quit Sputnik because I joined the Pipe Theater Union. Uh, you can't be union if you work for Sputnik? Uh, no, it's, 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 so it depends on what you do. Like, uh, the type of work that I was doing at Sputnik would fall under a sheet metal workers or an iron workers union because of the material you work with. So let's, there's, there's like sheet metal worker unions that do all your HVAC, all the tinning. Yeah. We call them tinners. Tinners. And then you got your electricians, we call them sparkies. Sparkies, of course. And then we got your pipe fitters or pipe fighters, you know, shit bursters or whatever they call them. I would always call them shit movers. Shit movers. Yeah, yes. shit movers. Plumbers. Plum- yeah. <laughs> plumbers. In other words, plumbers. Yes. Plumbers. Yeah, no, but I uh, I just journeyed out last last year as a pipe fitter welder, and I'm about halfway done with my plumbers um, apprenticeship. So that's coming soon. In like years, maybe two years, I'll get my plumber's license for the state. So what, once you do get that uh, license, do you plan on so do you do you stay with the company that you're with or do you go start doing get, is independent work something that's down no, on the in that pipeline or is, do you have to work with a company you can do it yourself um, but running your own company when it's something that you just like got into like if you just turned it out let's say I just turned it out as a plumber and I want to do my own company you could but I think it'd be a lot easier to kind of learn the ropes on how to run stuff how to run a company by staying with your company kind of working your way up being part of the uh let me say like the leadership or something and then if you decide to do your own thing it's probably best to do that but why not take the big shot you know if it scares you do it you might be really good at it you know Mm -hmm. you might fail but that's always like a it's, it's in the back of your head but you could probably do it with no strings to be learned you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's been, what was, what do you, in your opinion, uh, was, is, is harder getting your welding apprenticeship or welding certificate or getting your plumbers? 
it goes hand in hand um, because it's a lot of brain work and it's a lot of hand work for both. Hand work will, will fall down your, you know, your workmanship and then your brain is how to do it properly because there's codes for everything. Mm-hmm. You always have inspectors for everything. Um, if you don't, if, if you fuck up on a code, the inspector will make you tear it back out, put it back in how it's supposed to be. Same with welding. Right if you don't like it, he'll make you grind it out, scrap it, have you rebuild it again. So it's like it's it's a it's a trade. Like you 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 got to be skilled. You got to be experienced, and and experience is a very important part of it. So when I say it, it might take, I would recommend somebody to get some of the experience hands on at a company, and then go out and do your own thing if you want. It's just. That's just my thing. I'd rather have the experience and kind of know what I'm doing by myself instead of, like, trying to figure out on my own. So if, if you could give yourself any advice or just any advice to anybody that's going into welding, uh, a young welder, maybe still in school, uh, pointers or just uh, things you wish you would have known when you were first starting out? Mm, number one, be smart with your money. Number two, yes. if you're planning or if you're considering going to uh, trade school, like college or community college for welding or whatever trade you want to go, do it. It never hurts. Because when you go out and you try to journey out, um, it's more of like a pride thing for old timers. You know, if you don't, you can journey out as a welder, you go out a big job, you're going to think you know stuff, but there's always going to be a big dog that's going to be like, hey, you don't know shit, man. What, what, you call yourself a journeyman? I had that experience one time. Really? Because when I joined the union, they gave me three years credit for my previous experience. And every time that I went to a job and I told them that I was a third year and I just joined, they were like, what do you know about pipe fitting? And I'm just like, uh, (laughs) it's round. And if it ain't round, it's round. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, do the schooling, you know, be smart with your money, do the schooling. The experience, the knowledge will never hurt you in fact it will always help you doesn't matter what it is it'll always help you just do it just do Do it it. (laughs) so that's that's probably the two biggest pointers you throw yourself out there get her done you can do it how big was the the gap from when you graduated to going out into the field well i guess you were you were doing work and stuff right but say somebody is is just doing the school and then as soon as they get they finish school, they're going to get all go out and into the field. How big do you think that gap is? Like, how much stuff do you do they not teach you in school that you're like, damn, fuck, should have known, should have picked up on that? You know, um, they can only teach you so much at school. And especially two years. Especially in two years. And it's... It's, it's kind of hard to teach you every little single trick. So in school, they just teach you the general the general <coughs> knowledge, general skill, general experience. It is your job to apply yourself at your job and communicate to others. Hey, and learn something every, every day. So learn something every day. Because, oh, let's say you're going to put two pieces of pipe together and your gaps aren't lined up. Maybe there's an old timer that's going to teach you how to do that with an old, old school trick or something, you know? That's the kind of stuff that... Um, you want to learn out on the field. So that gap depends really on um, who, wh- where you're working, you know, and what type of people you're working with. The old timers. The old timers. Yeah, some of these can be some arrogant freaking buttholes, dude. Like, I've been very fortunate oh. 
I have had some badass fucking guys show me the ropes, dude. Shout out Dane. Shout out Gerald. Shout out Nevada. My boys over at Pioneer. <laughs> yeah. They, no, they've been they've been super cool, you know, and like, like you're you're bound to fuck up. Oh yeah. I've had so many fuck ups. It, like I I've lost count, mm-hmm. right? But they 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 they're always so they're like dude, this is how you do it, right? Get it done right. Do it. if you do it. One of the one of the good ones I learned is like do, and it's very obvious, right? When but I I needed to hear it is do it right the first time so you don't gotta do it again. Oh yeah. Pretty self explanatory. Oh yeah. But being, dude, I, I'm not, I, I am a mechanic, and when I went into ISU, I didn't know shit <laughs> about mechanicing. I I never turned a wrench in my life, right? This is a wheel, and this is a this. Uh, I was they were like, if that if it's broken, change it out. All right, well, why is it broken? How do I get to it? There's so many. There's it's like there's a difference between being a parts changer and a, and an actual technician, an actual mechanic. Okay. Cause. You can you can spot something's broken, but you gotta be well. Why did it break? Mm-hmm. You know what happened. And dude, the knowledge that some of the older guys that I work with, the knowledge that they have, they might be like they they don't give themselves the credit just mm-hmm. because they've been doing it forever. But dude, like it it just mm-hmm. goes over my head, and I assume it's the same thing with welding. Where they're like, they get mad at you for not knowing it. Like yeah. fuck, dude. Get, like I've been doing this for the rest of my life. Yeah, you've been doing it for. 20 years more than I have, all right? Oh, Give me the chance to learn it yeah. first. Teach me. Don't belittle me. Yeah, bro. don't belittle me. <laughs> oh, man. I think the worst one that I ever had was uh, it's a multiple pass. Um, and on my very... It's a multiple pass. I did it's three pass. You put your first pass on your on a T-joint, you know, kind of like a perpendicular joint. You put your you put your first weld, and then you put a second weld uh, on the side closest to you, halfway overlapping the first weld. And then the third weld, you have to overlap the le- the, re- the rest of the first weld and the top plate without creating undercut. And it's like a little seam. It kind of digs underneath the, mm-hmm. the metal. And I did that for like two feet straight. And uh, my foreman comes up and he's like, how long have you been welding? And I was like, I, uh, I'm still in school. And he's like, I can tell. Go ahead and grind that out and read it. Oh, oh, no. oh, dude, my heart would sink. Dude, I said, <laughs> no shit, dude. Two hours grinding all that out, and then what's the, going through your head? You're just like, fuck, damn, I'm gonna need to quit. Why am I even doing this internally shit? Internally screaming and crying. Yep. <laughs> I've had many a days, dude, where I, I, leg- I just want to cry, because I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I've never done it. Yeah, yeah. they're just, it's, it's so much. And and you can ask for help and stuff, and you can get the help, but it's, it's, it's on you. You have to learn it because if it's given to you, it, it, prop, props to the guys that they they know how much to give you. Oh, yeah. They don't they don't tell you outright what you have to do, but they give you uh, they, they they leave little breadcrumbs like all right, well check this check this stuff, man, and then make so sure it's like there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But sometimes, dude, <laughs> is I I don't know if you have this with welding as much, but with 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 being a mechanic, it's. It's, the, it's things that don't want to work with you. Oh, yeah. Things that don't want to come out or things that just don't move the way that they should move or the way that the book says it should move just because <laughs> of age or whatever the fuck, and you're just there. They're like, you should have had that out in two minutes, and meanwhile, you're there for fucking five hours trying to get, trying to get it out. Yeah, come on! <laughs> you were supposed to be out three days ago! 
You got the thirty pound sled with the yeah, dude, and you're just freaking lever to put. You're yeah. just crying inside. You're just crying inside. But if you show emotion, <laughs> they're gonna <laughs> get at you. Man, look at this bitch. <laughs> He's crying. <laughs> hey, somebody come look at this. Come He's look at crying. this guy. He's crying. <sighs> no, it definitely. It's not an easy. It's. I I have respect for all trades. I, for me, I, anybody that chooses to work with their hands, man, good on you. It's 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 respectable. It's good money. It's really good money, and I think that is lost on people. That there's there's gonna be a large need because there's a lot of older guys ready to hang up the gloves and you know hang up their oh, torches yeah. and everything. It's you know it's their time to go. Mm-hmm. And that new generation that's coming in, it's not, I'm not saying it's not as strong, but I don't think it's as large. Not very motivated to learn that kind of stuff. I don't even know if it's that, because the mechanics I've talked to, the guys I went to school with, I was like, damn, you guys are all going to be badass fucking mechanics. Mm-hmm. It's just there's three of you where there should be 50. Mm-hmm. And, like, the companies that grab you guys are going to be very lucky but there's 18 other companies that are going to be needing like two or three of you guys. And that, that, that's what I'm, that's what the, the, what I've been seeing. I'm like, fuck dude, there should be more younger people, like people my age. What you're saying is like, you, you want people to be employable, right? Yeah. Be employable, Useful? but also, uh-huh. also want to go into it. Mm-hmm. Not, not see it as a last resort. Exactly. A lot of, cause I think, I think we I've seen a lot of people with delusions of grandeur. They think that they should be a CEO of a company and not have to pay their dues. They they haven't had those days where they're about to cry because a bolt won't come out. They're about to fucking throw the wrench halfway across the shop because something's not going their way. Oh, yeah. They haven't had to grind out of work they've been working on, a well they've been working on the entire day, and then somebody comes up and tells them, no, you're wrong. Because... Those are man-making experiences, oh, man. Yeah. They, either, they're there. You either mold or you fold. That's exactly. Yeah. Thinking. Yeah. You're gonna fold. Uh, oh, this is perfect. Uh, I said this uh, a podcast ago. It was like a lot of people. You know, when you're squatting, you got heavy ass weight, mm-hmm. and you go down, and you're like, "Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can get this up." But you gotta just you gotta keep going, keep going, and then as hard as you're pushing, either your body's gonna fold. Or you're gonna get that shit up, and you're gonna re-rack it, and you're gonna get the the those like that good feeling once you get it d- up there. And oh man, it's it seems like a lot of people don't want to get that feeling anymore. A lot of people would no, they're not even gonna step up to the squat rack anymore. We need more people like that that are willing to sacrifice comfort for success. Just sacrifice comfort in general, even even if you're like, cause. I, I think every single uh, career path that you are going to work with your hands has room for room for growth that people don't know is there. Mm-hmm. They they think they they think if you're going to go into a shop and you, you're going to get your your hourly wage and that's that's where you're going to stay, but it's that's not the way it is, man. Because mm-hmm. what those companies, with well, the companies that you're working for, what they're paying for is not just a warm body. Where like a lot of other companies do, they they pay you just to be there. Mm-hmm. They're paying you for your experience because they know that you can get a job done, and that job needs to get done. Because a lot of people depend on 
your dog. Yeah, on your again. If you fuck up, yeah, it's gonna be. They're gonna know. You're oh, gonna yeah. know right away. The the I hate the saying. I hate I I hate I hate. Uh, this gets told to to us a lot. Not to me yet, but I have heard uh, the guys above me, and I guess when I was in Boise, I did hear it. But uh, like for every minute down that you haven't fixed it, that customer's losing money, and they'll they'll tell you, they will fucking tell you. They'll be like, you know, for every fucking hour that I'm down, I'm losing X amount of dollars in in the bushel of hay or whatever. And you're like, well, give me man. time, bro. All right, <laughs> fucking stop looking at me, and I can get this shit done. Thanks for making me feel like a piece of shit, dog. Like. <laughs> thanks thanks i'm trying my best over here you're all fucking like halfway to tears you're like god damn it <laughs> i'm just excited for the day we're older and we're the guys that get to say that shit to people and then you're just gonna look at him and go you're gonna learn <laughs> you're growing this is making you become a better person trust me oh yeah you get you have to say Back in my day. Yeah, back in my day. I, dude, I, uh, I said that to all these old timers, and they fucking hate it. Back in your day, you're only 12. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, back in my day, we didn't do it like this, okay? That's funny, man. Now, the union's been good to me. Um, I recommend it to anybody. Yeah, you're a very big proponent that. of unions. You know, I'm a very big, um, I'm a fan of livable wages. And when you're part of a union, it's an organization, you know, if they, they, you get together, you band yourself with your brothers and your sisters and your local, and you go and you tell this company, we want this wage. We want these benefits. You vote on it. The company will either mold or fold. So a lot of, a lot of companies nowadays, they're, they're not union because they can't afford it. And I get it, you know. Amazon. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, okay, <laughs> that, they could probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean they are taking over the world. Yeah, but unions are—I uh, I would recommend it if if you want to be an electrician, a carpenter—not really a carpenter, but if you want to like a construction worker that falls under the the, the carpenters union, uh, electrician, carpenter, tanner, uh, which is like HVAC, refrigeration stuff. If you want to be a plumber, a pipe fitter, a welder, go out there ask. Ask your local unions. There's a couple of them here in Pocatello. There's a couple of them in Idaho Falls. They're all over the place. And I'm telling you what, those pensions, when you retire, you can retire at 55 from your local. You can retire at 65 from the government. Obviously, once you get into retirement mm-hmm. there. But that's up to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, I, that's basically what enticed me was the retirement pensions. I can retire at 55, live well. Or I can retire at 65 or whatever the retirement age by the time we're retired. And you can, you can live the life. You'll have a nice plan. Oh, man. But the thing that sucks, though, is that you work 60 years of your life and then you just enjoy, like, 10. Yeah, you have energy for maybe to go on a couple of trips. And yeah. you're like, fuck, man. Sit on your I should have done something when I was 20, 30. Exactly. And that's what a lot of these kids are doing nowadays. They're taking out loans and shit to live life. And then they just... But then you think, like, you would, now you're going to be working until you're 80, 70, yeah. 70s? Yeah, that's why I decided to join when I was 18. Actually, I lie. I'm sorry. I joined when I was uh, 19. 19 or You know what's good about that, too? Especially if you're young, is that you're not getting fucked over for your labor. Mm-mm. Somebody, they have, like, those, the people there are, are looking out for your best interests. Mm-hmm. So they want you to get 
compensated for what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Like, look, we know it's hard. <clears throat> so, listen, let us take care of this shit. You just show up. You show up, and we'll take care of all the backroom stuff. And the cool thing about unions as well is that they do OJTs, on-the-job training. So you're always, you know, it's a five-year apprenticeship. Sometimes it's only four. But you are always with the journeyman, and this journeyman is teaching you the ropes. And that's on-the-job training. That Those hours count towards your journeyman uh, uh, license hours, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So by the, after the five how years... Long, of, how many hours do you have to get to be, be considered a journeyman? Um, I think it's 10,000 hours. Which is five years, so you have to have a minimum of two thousand working hours a year. They say ten thousand hours is all you need to master. Is that what it is? Become a master at something. Put ten hours in. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. You ought to think we're master at sleeping. I can't sleep shit in the morning. Really? Yeah, I don't have no. Idea. You take melatonin or anything? No, it gives me nightmares though. It gives me trippy dreams. Trippy I've never, dreams. I've never had nightmares, but I've had trippy dreams oh, okay. for I guess, sure. I guess trippy dreams. There was a, well, I watched Hereditary and then it gave me. Yeah, you know, dude, I fall asleep to listening to like scary stories. <laughs> yeah, dude, fucking uh, ask Reddit like scariest things you've seen in the woods or just bad experiences that people have had with like other random people. You know, late night people that work in graveyard shifts as security guards and malls oh, yeah. and stuff. You listen to their stories and you're like, that's kind of fucking scary. Dude, sleep like a baby. Oh no, I can't. So that movie hereditary. Dude, you had a ghostly experience. Oh shit. Oh my god, what happened? Okay, all right, all right, okay. I saw okay, just background. Uh I was on your Snapchat, how I know about this. I was I was looking at your Snapchat and you had <laughs> fucking doors moving and shit, bro. What happened? Where do you live? Do you live next to a graveyard or something? No, no, no. It's just right next to Holter. It's about two minutes from Holter Arena, just up Center Street, and uh, um I was home alone and um my old lady, she was in Boise with her friend. And so I was uh, sleeping, and at 3.30 in the morning, I heard thumping in my house. And it was in mm. threes. It was like, do-do-do, like that, dude, just for like 30 minutes. And I had my cameras up, right? So I'm sitting there, and I'm, I have my gun in hand. I'm just like, oh, dude, somebody's going to walk through that fucking door right now, and I'm going to fucking blast them, dude. Get and then it just stopped. Dang. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. And I sat there, dude, from 3.30 in the morning. I waited for my alarm to go off so I can actually get out of bed and go to work. Go to work. Come you want to go explore? You want to go see no, who was no, fucking dude. there? I was, like, sweating. I'm just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> and I, even, I even have it on my recording there. It's just me just sitting there. Like. Anyway, I come back from work, and uh, some of my cabinets are open. My drawers are pulled out. Mm. And I was just like, um, I, I was like, I'm going to record just in case I see something weird in my house while I'm walking into my just house. Just some hobo comes out of, like, your oh fucking God, couch or something. <laughs> starts <laughs> eating your food. Creepy. You're like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> couch all chewed up. Yeah, dude. Dogs are gone. Anyway. Um, yeah, that happened. I sent her a video, and then I was chilling at, at night, and I was watching YouTube. I watch memes on YouTube because I don't fucking do anything better. Nothing I else. just like to chill. And then I heard uh, the water turn on in the bathroom. And I paused my video, I paused my YouTube video, and I'm just like, oh, dude, what the fuck is shit? So I'm over there looking. Um, the door closes. And I think, you know, it's probably because our, our house is slanted a little yeah, bit. A draft or something? Yeah, but the windows closed, the vents shut off, but the drawer in the sink vanity was open, and water was open. The tap was open. As so a I'm plumber, like, are you going, like, 
there's no scientific way no. <laughs> that this can happen. Dude. Oh my god, no. I showed my coworker and they're like, dude, how do I know you didn't use fishing line? I was like, oh my god, I knew this was gonna fucking happen. Believe me, believe me, right? You know, just kind of like the, what is that called? The boy cries wolf or something like that? Yeah, when you cry wolf. Something like that. And then, what have you been te- when you cry wolf usually means you've told them that you've had a lot of experiences and they're like, fucking, we can't oh, talk about nah, this shit. No, it anymore. wasn't like that, but I was just like trying to make her believe me. And even Sean, she was just like, oh, I don't know, I think you're reaching. And I was like, I'm serious, I'm not crazy. That's the thing about ghosts, man. Oh, the thing about God. ghosts and aliens is that if you tell people, they're going to think you're fucking psychotic. <laughs> so it's better not yeah, to tell anybody. So when anybody comes up and actually, te- like, they say it happened to them, like, you're brave enough to risk me thinking you're a fucking nut. <laughs> that I might have, This might have some yeah. credence to it. Yeah, dude. Um, and then uh, one of my coworkers' daughters, she messaged me on Instagram. She's like, yo, I saw your video. I was like, oh, yeah. And then we talked for a little bit, and she said she, she does... Uh, She's like a medium. She talks to... Seances and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, do I need to Fucking come over and cleanse her house? Crystals and shit. Yeah, and then she's just like, oh, if it's... Just don't pay attention to it, and it should be gone in a day or two. It's probably just a passerby. And I was like, all right, whatever. The fuck a passerby? <laughs> a drifter. A drifter ghost? Yeah, dude. And I was that just doesn't like, sound right. that's, kind of, that's kind of fucking weird. So I just I just left it. Sean came back home after a couple days, and then was just like, well, now what? The cameras are set up. Nothing's caught anywhere. It's just like... Two words. Agua bendita. <laughs> I would if I still believed in that. Just whoosh, 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 everywhere. I, dude, I want, <laughs> even just for my protection, I think I would have a priest come over and be like, listen, dude, there's been some shit rattling. There's been some drawers opening. This is your line of work. If if you had, your engine wasn't running or if you had a leak somewhere, I would come to your house and I'm coming to you because... <laughs> Some stuff's going on right now. I believe wholeheartedly in ghosts, dude. Right. I, I have, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe they're some type of another dimension crossing over into ours. Things are getting so weird in this world, dude, that. The energies. Yeah, because... maybe just these, there's these energies now that are becoming more and more intertwined with our worlds. Mm-hmm. And I'm, sa- I sound like a fucking nut talking no, about this shit, you, right? You don't. It, <laughs> sounds, it sounds reasonable. There is there is some somebody listening to this has a scientific mind and they're like this this fucking idiot this is probably a, 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 a banshee or so but like dude it had there has to be something to it millions of people have felt just these weird did you feel anything did you feel like at all threatened because I know a lot of people get a feeling of of threatening towards them not necessarily at the when when it happened at three thirty in the morning I did feel a little weird. At that time, I was. Witching hour, dude. I, it's a witching hour, yeah. Three o'clock in the I, morning. I felt dread, like dread, deep dread, and just like disgust. I felt. Good disgust. It was just like. A strong word. I, dude, it, it felt weird. That was all I felt. Was mm. it? Can you akin it? Have you ever felt that before? In Mexico, yeah, I've, exper- I've, I've experienced. Dude, several- Mexico has some shit, man. My dad has told me so many fucking stories. He's like, listen, as soon as the lights go out, you don't go outside. Or don't look out you, the windows. Have they told you that one? No. At night, don't look out the windows. Really? That's what my mom always told me. Don't look out the windows. Mm-hmm. Don't get. They said don't go near rivers. Oh yeah. Obviously, you know, yeah. La Llorona for that one. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. if you see lights, 
out in like a field or something. That's witches. Witches, obviously witches. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> just fucking talking about it, dude. Because like, I was I've been indoctrinated into this line of thought that people practice dark magic. Whether that dark magic does anything, you know, you, you, there's no scientific evidence that there, that they do, do, that it does do anything, <laughs> but it's some scary shit, dude. It's yeah. some scary it's just, fucking shit. It's the thought of it because we were raised to be scared of it. That's how we were taught, you know. Mm-hmm. This is this is scary. This is not scary. So when you see this, it's scary. You're yeah. like, oh, okay. So you put it in your head, and you're just like, uh, water bottle, you know, type of shit like that. So it's like anything can be scary. No, if a little kid doesn't know that, like, an evil face is scary, they'll be like, oh, it's a face. It's a face, yeah. Because they don't know that it's supposed to represent, like, evil or, you know. My mom mom has a pretty good story. Ooh, detail. So, some dude came to the house, to our house in Mexico, right? And he came up to me, he was all flustered. He's like, he's like, I got to do a reading on you. I got, I need, I need to look out. Like, I feel something here and I, I just need to, I need, I need a piece of your hair that, like, I can do this reading for you for, like, 20 bucks. He's like, ah, whatever, fucking give him like 20 bucks. And then he has his like tomato, right? And he like cuts the tomato and it has a skull in it. Like the, t- the, the, the fucking seeds and the veins of the oh, tomato the look fuck? like a skull. And then he was like, oh my God. <laughs> and he's like, oh my God. And he like leaves. He just dashes after that. And my mom was like, what the fuck has happened? got scammed yeah she i think that's what happened right she got she got scammed out of 20 bucks but that shit dude if you grow up around that your entire life just some random dude's like i think you're gonna die give me some of your hair and i'll tell you i'm gonna look at this tomato and i'm gonna figure out what your future is like whatever this orange looks like when i split it in half yeah that's what's gonna happen so fucking hopefully it's good and then you see a skull and that's all you you've thought like okay well this dude obviously knows what he's talking about right? Did your mom see it? Yeah, she saw. It. She was like, it was a fucking skull, and then my hair like made the outline of the fucking skull. Oh, what the fuck? That dude is talented as a magician. First of all, <laughs> I don't know how you even do that. Magic. It, it's It's man. There's definitely energies out there, dude. I, I believe there's energies out there, and I do believe we're not the only ones. I mean, the universe is so we're vast. definitely not the only ones. Yeah, we're have you seen they released a bunch of UFO shit? Like mm-hmm. last month, I think it was. They pretty much. This would have been front page news a couple of years ago. People would have been like, damn. Like in 2012? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would have been like, holy shit, what's going on? Yeah. But it's so crazy right now that nobody really gave a shit. <laughs> but the Pentagon pretty much said there's some things that come into this world and we don't really know what it is. So. There's that. And that's that's all they said. It's pretty much all we got out of it. Do you think there may be, like, among us as the reptilians? For well? sure. I've met some people where I'm like, you are not. You are not a human being, dude. You just, they, they give off a weird... Vibe. God damn, I hate saying... They give off a weird energy, man. Mm. I've only recently started saying the word energy, but uh, they do. They, these, I, I even... I have a lot of conversations with people because I'm a very like talkative person. Mm-hmm. I, I like talking to people. And then sometimes I talk to people just in, in the line at a grocery store at a gas station. And I'm like, you are like, you're not all there. There's something different about you, man. I don't know what it is, but I can't pin, I can't pinpoint it. But you, you're you're a strange cat. You're, you're to the point where you're like, are you okay? 
Yeah, they're probably crackheads is what they are. I run into a lot of crackheads. I run across two crackheads. Do you? Uh-huh. Like a crack house? No, it's just a singular person. Just a singular crackhead? Oh. Usually they travel in packs. Oh, no, this one's a lone wolf. <laughs> it's a lone wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was the one banging on your house. He was probably outside fucking banging on your house. I checked my cameras and nothing was outside. What did the cat, did they even catch the drawers opening? No, because I, so I had my camera in my room. So the drawers opening, I didn't have my camera set up in the kitchen. I did the second day and it didn't catch anything. Because it knew. You think so? It knew. It was like, I can't be caught, dude. I can't be caught opening these drawers up. Because I got one in my room, my kitchen. I got one facing every side, every wall of my house. Because our house is exposed on all sides. Mm-hmm. And I don't trust people in here. I'm coffee color. It's not too bad. I don't think it's too bad. That's well, most of my crackhead neighbors that I... Yeah, I wouldn't trust them. No. Actually, You're I like, you can take the copper wire. Fuck. <laughs> just take it. Yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. No, he... One morning, it was about... It was in February. Um, no, it was in October. It was October last year. And it was 5 in the morning. I'm getting ready to go to work. I'm walking out to my car. And I get in my car. And I look over at his house. He's peeking through the window at 5 in the morning. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Close my door, start my car, and then all of a sudden I hear a banging on my window. I'm like, what the fuck? He's there, dude, screaming at me. And I'm just like, bro, get the fuck away from my car. Like, get away. And he kept banging, banging my window. Dude, my window's flexing, almost like to breaking point. What and did then, he want? I don't know. So I I freaking opened the door, I doored him, and I was like, all right, motherfucker, what do you want? And he starts backing up, and he puts his hands in his pockets in his hoodie. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get shot right here. So I, like, kind of cowered out, you know, because I, I don't know. I don't carry my guns. I can't take my guns to work. And uh, he threw eggs at me in my car. (laughs) 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 Really, man? Five in the morning, and you come over here and throw eggs at me. Well, the cops were already on their way, dude. Because I called him. I I I don't know what to do. I wasn't armed. I can't have my weapon going to work, you know? And, dude, okay, so it's October, 5 a.m. It was 10 degrees outside. 10 degrees outside, and he was barefoot, gym shorts, and a tank top. I was fully clothed in jackets, and I was just going to shoot my teeth. You oh, know? he's cracked up. Oh, man. dude, yeah. He was cracked up. And after that incident, he hasn't messed with us, but it's ever since then, I'm like, I need my mask now. I need it. He did that, this, he did that yesterday morning. Let Threw me. an exit you again? No, 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 no. He was out looking around in his car, got in his backseat in his car, sat there, waited until I pulled out. And then he got out of his car and went back into his house. What kind of bullshit is he up to? Dude, uh, and he's always, like, going and coming from his house every hour of the day. It's weird. A lot of weird, strange people that I've never seen before go and come from the house. Oh, it's a crack house then. I, I'm pretty sure it's it is. a crack den. Oh, That's yeah. a trap house. As long as he doesn't mess with me anymore, I don't give a fuck. He can do whatever he wants. Just, he has to leave Just me don't alone. do it near you. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a good way of looking at it. It's yeah, a good yeah. way of looking at it. That's... Yeah, dude. Uh, adulthood is a wild fucking roller coaster. And I was never expected to experience any of this shit in my life. That's the fun of it, though. Mm-hmm. That's the fun part, is that it's always something new. My, I, I like having a routine, though. Me too. I don't... That's why I, that's why I moved back from Boise. Oh, like, you were in Boise? I was in Boise for a while. I was like, fuck this, dude. <laughs> I hate it here. There is way too many people. I don't. I didn't like the traffic. You spend 
like two hours of your day sitting in traffic. It sucks. Dude, hell no. On my drive to work, nothing on the interstate. On my way back, I'm screaming fuck to the top of my lungs as I'm riding in the left lane behind a car that's going 55 miles an hour. Right next to the fucking semi on the other lane. You ever been, oh, I've had this before, where there's a semi, a semi pass, passing a semi, and then all the people behind you, when the semi's still in the left lane, decide, oh, I'm going to pass this semi. And then they pass him in the right lane, but they won't let the semi emerge back into the right lane. And, you, and I'm just sitting behind the semi. I'm like, you fucking idiot, stop. He's trying to merge back into the right so we can go fast. God. That was that that ha- that's happened multiple times, and I, I just oh that's the one thing that fucking grinds my gears is that one. Is just let the semi go back, give him some space, Jesus. It's actually legal in the state of Idaho to travel in the left lane. It's only for passers. Really? Mm-hmm. I looked it up like two weeks ago or something like that because I was just curious, and sure shit, as of like 2012 or something like that. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. I've had I've had some times where I'm like I don't know if that was road legal, like I was uh, a <laughs> like everybody stopped. Oh my there's a school bus <laughs> and there's a school bus right, and it's coming up and it stopped, and it was a four lane the highway. You know where Pindell Lanes is? Oh yeah yeah yeah. It was a four lane highway, and I was like I don't think I have to stop. Oh. So I just fucking bam just kept going past it, but the person behind me stopped. And I was like, I'm pretty fucking sure you don't have to stop here. And I looked it up, and I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure I was wrong. Oh. <laughs> I think you have to stop. Is that the one that's like the little trailer park house? Yeah, the little trailer park house. Same thing, dude. I'm like, I am four lanes removed from you, dude. Why do I have to stop? That kid's not running over to my side. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. I might be wrong on that one, but who knows? Read your books. Taking your driver's test. For real. And you can go five over. You're fine going five over. <laughs> Unless it's snowing. Unless you're late for work, like me this morning. Yeah. Or snowing. That's fine. Yeah. Snowing's a good. Oh, yeah, dude. How was that? What happened? I was in the right lane. And, uh, Did you total your pickup? Dude, I was one grand from totaling my truck. I wish they could have, so I could just get a new one. Get a brand new one. Right lane, 55 miles an hour. Roads are icy as balls. Everybody in the left lane, dude. Not a single plate from Idaho. 90 miles an hour just passing in the left lane. And I'm waiting. Well, I'm going to wait so I can, you know, close up so I can slowly pass the semi because I was right behind the semi. And as soon as I, you know, there's, there's, um, it's that frozen rain or whatever when it, when you drive slush. it. Yeah, slush. Yeah, like stuff, yeah. Splashes up so you can't really see. So as soon as I go over to the left lane, I see a bunch of red lights. Brake. And I'm like, oh shit. So I pump my brakes. Wasn't stopping, uh, or slowing down fast enough. So I stumped on them. And the car in front of me just stopped. So I had to swerve over, and I'm sliding in the median. Well, they all stopped because there was a tow truck with a car on it pulling into the median, the emergency median, a little mm-hmm. turnaround. Yeah. Well, I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, oh, fuck. So I'm, like, steering, trying to give it gas. I'm not going anywhere. Hit the tow truck. <laughs> right on the back end. Scratched the truck, the tow truck, and about totaled mine. Damn. I missed the airbag sensor. By, I think, two inches. So that's why they didn't total it. Oof, man. Were you just, the time slow down? No, it was super fast. <laughs> really? so fast. Because people, when people get in accidents, they say time just slows fucking completely down. 
Oh no, dude! It was, it was so fast. I, I remember, uh, the tools in my back seat blew him in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, so and then all of a sudden, I just stopped, and I'm sitting there like, "Fuck!" And the tow truck driver comes out, and he's like, I was "Like, fuck, not again!" <laughs> yeah, God damn it! <laughs> not this time again. These fucking Rams. <laughs> <laughs> too much Ram. Yeah, thought. too much Ram, dude. <laughs> Damn, dude. Uh, yeah. I'm. I've been lucky that I've never had a big accident like that. Very oh, I've lucky. I've had so many close calls after that. After my very big one when I got fired, I've had so many close calls, and then that one was it. Actually, I gotta tell you, about a month ago, I was coming back from Idaho Falls, and there was a big old wreck on right in Idaho Falls, right at the entrance of Idaho Falls, and traffic was like backed up for miles and miles. There was a white Jeep Gladiator that was sitting in the turnaround. Waiting, like I could see him from like a mile away. He was wanting to get into traffic into the interstate to turn around. Well, as soon as I went, like, I don't know, they say 500 feet away from him, he goes and just gets on the interstate right in front of me. 20 miles an hour, I'm going 80. So, what do I do? Stop on my brakes, go into the fucking median. There I am, parking <laughs> in the fucking median. God damn it. You just have bad luck, dude. Dude. It's called defensive ahead. driving, Eric. I should have rammed his ass, huh? No, you should have seen him and then slowed down. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. That's called defensive. Defensive. Defensive? I should have sped up, dog. Because he wanted to cut me off. That's so I was offensive. Like, you would be offensive there because you're going on the attack. You're like, if you want to fucking go, we're doing this. Defensive is like, all right. But that depends on in. who's going to attack first. If you say, I'm attacking, then that's... Then that means you're both attacking. You can both be attacking. I guess you could say we're both defensive, dog. No, you're both offensive. <laughs> Him being defensive, he would have waited for you to pass. Is that what that is? Yes. It's taking the safest route possible. Defensive. That's what I do. Like, if somebody tries to cut you off, you flip them off. You're defensive, dog. You fuck you. No, that's offensive. Oh. You are very misconstruing what offensive God and defensive are. All right, guys. Pay attention in your driver's ed class. I didn't take driver's ed class. You just got in the wheel. Go behind the wheel. Go behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. You're like, do it for Dale. Hell yeah. Praise <laughs> <Great> Dale. <laughs> do it for Dale. I recently watched the thing on Dale, on Dale Earnhardt Jr. His okay. whole life. I almost cried. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. It is a sad fucking story. Holy shit, how he died. His son was driving in that same race. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. I don't think I know the history of Dale. It's... It's pretty gnarly, man. He he was he had his own car for like the longest time, and then he he signed with this this other guy, and then he was riding. So he I think he was a Chevy guy, but he was driving a Ford, and that Ford car would always break down. He would always be pissed off, but then he got into with another guy, another company, and then he started riding with them, and then they were doing everything the way that he wanted it done, mm-hmm. and then that's when he started winning races, and prior to his accident. When Nas- the very big NASCAR accident, when they would when they would roll over, now they have these like giant helmets, right, that mm-hmm. protects them. Well, before that, the reason they started instating those was because when people would get into crashes, they, if they didn't have that helmet, it would like snap their necks or it would break some bone mm-hmm. in them, and they would like instantly kill them. And that's how he died. So the re- when he died, it was across the board. Every single race institution was said you need to have this gear because oh, so many people have died and his son was racing in that fucking race dude yeah and then he became fucking one of the greatest to ever do it i don't know much about nascar but i watched that video and i was like damn 
Cause I was I was watching uh, El Camino, cause I bought an El Camino. <laughs> I was watching I was watching El Camino YouTube videos, and then that one came up, and I was like, ah, fuck, it, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a wrong turn, cause I was not expecting to cry that night, and I did. So just a little tear, dude. Just a little fucking tear. Tear. All right, Eric. Cool, dude. Thank you very much for coming on to the daytime ticket, dude. Dude, had a great time me, talking man. to you. Hopefully yeah. we can do it again. Uh, you know, it's we're I'm on season two. But I guess there's really not any seasons to this. Um, I used to do uh, a question. I asked all my guests and told them what's the best piece of advice, worst piece of advice. And I stopped doing that. But mm-hmm. I kind of want to know okay. what some advice you would like to give to people. Well, especially for welders. Just for welders. Because I know I, I do have a couple of, of guys that I know that are going into the trade of, mm-hmm. of welding or are in the trade and they're still fairly new. What what's some because I, I I see you as being the guy for welding. Like if mm-hmm. I had a welding issue, I would come to you and be I like, "Look that, at this right? shoe. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm chicken scratches, awful welder. I'll I'll say that first first and foremost. I'm an awful welder. But what what's some not just life advice, but career advice that you could give to the younger guys coming in? Be humble. Be humble. Don't don't think you know everything. Um, also just, uh, learn something new every day, make, make the effort to learn something every day and just, you know, um, like that famous saying says, mouth closed, ears open. Mouth closed, ears open. You heard it here first. Hell yeah. Eric Barrett, give me some skin, dude. Woo! Hell yeah. Love you, everybody.